Enjoy this flyover clip. But you've created wealth not once but twice, but a few times, you know, and, and those are kind of who you want to listen to. Somebody who like, you weren't born with it. You built it up, rebuilt it, had to do this, you know, and, and, and revamp. You have a unique attachment to wealth and money and where it comes from. And, and you were speaking early on about the lack of value in fiat currency you know, right from the jump. And I think as you've built up this uh, iteration, you know, you kind of come, have, have kind of come up here and put this together, your understanding of what real wealth is, it's not income, and it's not a stack of green dollars, but truly accumulating something of value. We have a mutual friend and uh, double PhD, Kirk Elliott. We've known him for 25 years. I knew him back when he had long hair and a ponytail. Yep. Uh, before he even had before one PhD. Before he had one PhD. <laughs> he didn't have one PhD. Now he's got them stacked around, you know, uh, yeah. uh, an incredibly brilliant guy. But but end on this a little bit about what people could do. The world may be going crazy, but we don't have to go down with the ship. Crazy numbers came out uh, today, mm-hmm. yesterday. We're in a recession, regardless of how they, they redefine it. They redefine uh, vaccine. They redefine whatever word they need to to make it, it, it uh fit their agenda. But this is epic times. U.S. economy slips into a technical recession as inflation weighs on growth. How can people protect themselves from the craziness of being in a car driven by a drunk driver, um, but not have to necessarily go down with it? Yeah, you know, for me, I, I uh, and by the way, as far as Dr. Kirk Elliott's concerned, when you do get to meet him, when you connect with him, folks, don't let those jailhouse tats throw you. I always <laughs> wanted to ask him about that myself. Pretty intriguing. It's kind of like I always see like a smart guy or businessman, like a really powerful, smart businessman, always wearing a white shirt. And then he rolls his sleeves up and he's got freaking sleeve tattoos down. I'm like, what? I always refer to me. This is not your grandpa's PhD. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Thurston Howell Third. you no. know, talking condescendingly <laughs> about wealth accumulation. <laughs> Yeah, his name his name was never Wentworth or anything like that. From no, blood, uh, no family, but but um, you know, I, I, I talked to Kirk and we talk about this all the time. I'm like back in 2008, and I'm not really sure where I, how I landed on this, but you know, it, that's when the economy just took a massive beating. I just said uh, we built a uh, high end uh, Pilates based uh, uh, physical therapy and elite fitness center. I built a new home in Vegas, you know, and then it, before it crashed, I'm like talking to a friend. I said, you know, I wish I didn't have this money invested in these businesses. I didn't see what was coming yet. I said, I, I just wish I could have put it in precious metal because I just had this sense be, as we've seen this fiat dollar get out of control. Uh, and we've seen things just explode in terms of the economy and building. And it's all based on nothing. It's based on perception. Sooner or later, it's got to come down. So I was big on silver back then. Now, of course, where we are at this point in time, where this this uh, this demolition of the U.S. dollar is coming upon us. Now we got Saudi Arabia moving away from the petrodollar. All these, and it was created for Saudi Arabia. All these things are happening now. I've, I've been, like I've said to folks, look, when it comes to wealth accumulation, uh, please don't listen to me. I really have not, regardless of popular opinion or thought process, achieved uh, real wealth in my lifetime. Five startup companies, you know, never really went anywhere, you know, that delivered. But I'll say this. I, I can be um, an expert on asset preservation, and here's why. When this thing comes down, I would at least like to have what I have right now. And for me, the safest play has been to take anything that I've got, which I have. I don't have IRAs, 401ks, any of those things, because I've been self-employed my whole life, banking on myself. 
not even Social Security. I paid so little into that. I can't ever see getting anything out of it worth any value. But I said to myself, now, any any wealth I accumulate is going into silver. And the reason for silver, Dr. Kirk can explain that to you. But for me, precious metals is it because if the whole thing comes down, it's not like a General Motors retirement package where 35 years of hard work, you're going to have a nice retirement and you end up, oh, sorry, it's now zero. You can't ever retire. Well, I look at silver for me the same way. And, and I know full well that everything comes down. The money I have in silver is going to be exactly the same as it is today among this rubble of an economy. When I truly do know, and the experts have been saying for quite some time, silver has been price controlled for a long time, number one. Number two, like gold can be hoarded, silver has to continuously turn over. Every piece of electronics on the planet has to have silver for its production, which means there's always going to be demand. They can't mine it fast enough. And third is automatically when this comes down, everything course corrects, silver is going to jump, you know, four or five times. I've listened to Jim Willie's advisor he's been talking to for 25 years said, and others said, it's going to go to $523 an ounce. Where are we at right now? About 19 bucks an ounce. It's an unbelievable buy. I bought silver $4 above the current price today. And I say, oh my God, the price is down to 19 or whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. As I said before, it's asset preservation. I'm not riding it like a roller coaster of the manipulated right. stock market. Point. People spend their whole lives every day. Oh, my stock's up and down. Oh, my God. Oh, it's great. Oh, my God. Oh, it's great. Who wants to give their that portion of their life mm-hmm. away when they could be having relationships with people they care about and love than this roller coaster? I'm like, here it is, Dr. Kirk. I don't, he'll tell you. I never say, hey, dude, what's the price of silver? I started right. checking out of curiosity recently. Why? Because I realized it, it's gone up above what I bought and it's come down. Mm-hmm. When it hit like eighteen dollars a night, I'm like, I called my bank right away. Why are we did the same thing? <laughs> exactly. We went more in on silver at eighteen we than did. ever. I'm like, this is yeah. an incredible value. It doesn't matter if if, if you're going to have what you put in because the floor is really high and there's a potential yeah. upside. What's the dollar have? Oh, down. it's sinking. It is sinking. Yeah. If, if, if you have a, if you have a relative that left you five thousand dollars, you know, and it's a cash in an envelope, you know, and it, it's just been sitting around for a few years, it's like. That's worth a lot less than it was when they put it in the envelope. Yes. You know, buy nails, buy plywood, buy something, but anything besides the dollar, you know, stand up some, hold up something that you can physically touch. I got this here is one ounce of a silver, you know, for 20 bucks, you got something that has the potential to be worth a hundred or, but if nothing, nothing it's worth 20. You know, it's a crazy time to be in when you have uh, a government that cannot define what is or what is not a woman. That's true. Uh, You know, uh, some of the most basic things, whether we are or are not in a recession. That's why in today's season, you need your advisors to be well vetted. You need them close Mm -hmm. to you. You need people that you can trust. That's why we have double PhD, Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Twice in one week. 
Oh, I'm the most blessed guy on the planet to be with you again. So well, good to see we've you, got Dr. Re- Kirk. Reports coming out, and and you know, just like anything else, the spin is is heavy. I want to. I put this on my Telegram. Yeah, yesterday. you have wanna, to read this. It's so uh, it good. Said, it said people are struggling with language and definitions, and really, it's pretty simple. Uh, recession is when your neighbor loses his job. A depression is when you lose your job. True. And recovery is when Biden loses his job. Yes. So uh, <laughs> in, in the meantime, we got reports coming out and they're like, hey, things are fine. It's it's kind of like the CNN reporter where the buildings are burning. And it's like, well, it's a mostly mostly peaceful protest other than the, you know, the, the burning buildings all around me. Um, you got to cut through all the spin because this is an area that people have saved their whole lives. Mm-hmm. They've worked hard. And I feel like with, with this show, by connecting people with you and for us personally being connected to you, every single person that we talk to, it's like like that story with the, the little boy and the grandpa or whatever throwing throwing starfish back in the ocean. It's like, well, save that one. I saved that one. Yep. People can break away from that crazy spin cycle where they're trying to just keep you fearful and confused and, and actually move over to here to some truth. What's really going on? And, and financially, how can we protect ourselves from that craziness well okay so the government is full of lies right and it's like we all know this because politicians are politicians right yep but janet yellen is absolutely secretary of the treasury under biden Mm -hmm. one of the most exceptionally incompetent people that i've ever seen i don't mean to be mean but yet it's true truth so so she said a quote, which reminded me of, Stacey, you like country music, right? I do like country music. All right. So do I. I love it. So there's this old song by Alison Krauss in Union Station that says, you say it best when you say nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just keep her mouth shut. <laughs> this should be her theme song because <laughs> so, so she's redefining words, right? So mm-hmm. she said, um, Oh man, what did she, my my screen just went out? Okay, so here she says, I want to read the exact quote. She says, uh, tr- "Where did it go? Sorry, <laughs> it, it went away right in front of it while I was reading it. The screen went off. Okay, here it goes. So she said, this is an economy that's this is not an economy that's in recession, but we're in a period of transition in which growth is slowing." Oh, my gosh. So what would she say if there was a depression? She would say, (laughs) this is not an economy that's in a depression, but we're in a period of transition in which nothing has happened at all, right? (laughs) So in in an election year, you can't say the R word, right? Or else Mm -hmm. you're not going to get reelected. You certainly can't say the D word, but a recession is a recession. It's two quarters in a row of declining output. That's what it is. And that's what we've got because gross domestic product was in, you know, um, the last quarter, first quarter of this year, it was off by multiple percentage points. Yesterday, it came, well, this morning, actually, it came out this morning, it was down 0.9%. I think those numbers are are cooked because I think it should have been more like two to 4%, but it's minus 0.9%. Okay. So you've got two quarters in a row declining output, that's a recession. But she said, no, 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 let's soften this up a little bit so America doesn't get scared. We're in a period of transition in which growth is slowing, right? They can't blame the the shrinking, stagnant, deteriorating stock market and everything else on their policies during an election year. Right. So right. 
they're redefining words, which is what what they're they're really good at. But I'll give them a word: liars. I mean, <laughs> seriously, this is what they are doing. So, so we now, liar, also- a liar. Does that mean somebody that's not telling the truth, or somebody that just tells less of the truth? Like, what does liar mean? Yeah, that's a good we're, question. We're not lying. We're just not telling you the whole truth. What makes us look bad? Yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not lying. We're just not telling you what you need to hear. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what a good definition for their definition of lying would be. It'll, right. it'll come. Yep. Yeah, it'll come. Oh, it's it's coming. I'll probably have one. But but okay. So yesterday, um, the the inflation numbers are are looking pretty bad, right? And so, what mm-hmm. do they do about interest rates? They raised them three quarters of a percent. So three months ago. They raised rates a quarter of a percent. Two months ago, they raised rates half a percent. Last month, they raised rates three quarters of a percent. And now this month, they raised them three quarters again. So it's not just that they're increasing interest rates every single month. They're accelerating the rate of growth of the interest rate too, which tells us they don't know how to fix it. Mm. They don't know how to fix it. And so this is going to keep going on. And, and here's the problem. They, we are at a point right now that that you they raise interest rates to slow down inflation that's their goal right mm-hmm. but they're not going to they can't do it enough they can't raise rates 25% or else they're toast it kills the economy so they're raising rates to slow down inflation here's the yucky domino effect so when they do that the a, a, a treasury a us treasury is a 30 year bond a european yeah. treasury is a 30 year bond a japanese treasury is a, like a 30 year bond right mm-hmm. Nobody holds bonds until maturity. They always sell them prior to 30 years, right? So so as interest rates go up, the value of bonds comes down. Okay. So what's China doing? Give rid of our bonds. Yeah. They're the largest holder of of foreign treasuries on the planet. They have U.S. treasuries, European treasuries, Indian treasuries, Japanese treasuries. They have all of them, right? They're dumping them like they're yesterday's trash. So for the first time since 2010, the number of, of U.S. treasuries that they own fell below a trillion dollars. I mean, there's still a trillion out there, but it, but this is the lowest point in 12 years. Why are they getting rid of them? Because in a rising interest rate environment, the value is going to keep coming down. So just like a smart business person, you if you could sell something now or sell something next month at a lower price, well, you're going to sell it now, right? Mm-hmm. Right. right. So they're dumping these treasuries, but... When they do that, there's no foreign capital inflow coming into America. Do we still have debt? Yes. We still have to fund that debt. We still have debt ceilings to increase. We still have stimulus programs, entitlement programs, interest payments to make. Our debts don't go away. But if we have no foreign capital inflow, what do we do? They are going to inflate or die, right? They're going to print money like there's no tomorrow, which does what? It causes inflation to increase. So the very fact that they're raising interest rates to slow down inflation actually causes more inflation. Wow. Getting rid- so this what is something mess. they can't fix. It's something that they can't fix. Here's the worst problem is this is not just a U.S. centric issue. It's a problem in Europe. It's a problem in Japan, which is why mm-hmm. China's dumping those treasuries, right? So this is a global debt spiral that, that is going to cause interest rates to go up and it's going to cause inflation to persist. And here's the sad reality. I don't think we've seen the tip of the iceberg yet. Man. I think it's going to 
course. Well, okay, so directly, how does this affect the dollar? Because that's what people have. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't have a pile of yen around or, yep. or any other kind of thing. Yep. People have so, dollars, and mm-hmm. they have, that's what their the retirement is in. It's in their uh, their portfolio. The stocks are all in dollars. How does this affect what they have connected to fiat currencies? And then, how do they protect themselves? Yeah. So a rising interest rate means the dollar is is weaker, right? Because when, when the dollar starts to stink and it gets worse and it gets stinkier, those are technical terms now, right? <laughs> so, so how do they entice more capital inflow? They have to raise rates. You have to give people a commensurate, commensurate reward for the risk that they're taking. So as rates go up, it means the dollar is getting weaker. So this is why over the last few weeks, we've seen commodity prices come down across the board because the dollar was relatively stronger compared to the Chinese currency. Well, now... Since we raised rates, silver went up a buck thirty. The dollar is weakening, oh. and the, and the rising interest rates is proof of that. So in in two days, silver is up about six percent. Wow! I mean, it's it was up thirty something cents yesterday. It's up a buck thirty today. So I've been getting calls a lot, a lot of people over the last couple of weeks saying, "Kirk, you said silver and gold were going to go up, and it's coming down." And, and what have I done? It's like, we didn't invest for this short term for a month or two months or three months. In any bull market, you'll have two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. We just finished, I believe, one of those one step backs. Now, could it go a little bit lower? Sure. Could it go, but, but it looks like we've hit that bottom point and things are just, I mean, we're up almost 6% in two days and that's a function of interest rates. So I want to encourage everybody, you want to protect yourself against inflation, you, you invest into silver because we're not in this for a month or two months or three months. Mm-hmm. We're in this for at least a year, and then we'll go into gold for a while. This is your inoculation against uh, the, the sick currency, right? The, the inflationary pressures that we're seeing. Buy as much silver as you possibly can because in time, it's going to continue to go up. And you can do that when you go to flyovergold.com. You just fill out your information Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you. They're going to set up a free consultation to answer all of your questions, to find out your needs, and then they're going to walk you through that process. So go to flyovergold.com or call 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, You could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.